Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Volume. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sportsbook. Incredibly easy to use. Super safe. Totally secure. Super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets, live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. This is Prime Cuts, the best of the Colin Coward podcast. Great week. NFL training camp's kicking off. Mike Silver weighs in. Good stuff on Kyler Murray's film study clause. Kind of weird, right? Niners still have doubts about Trey Lance and Jimmy G. His future. We'll talk about it. Cowboy insider Matt Mosley. Dallas Camp in Oxnard. Also, Ike Taylor. Big Ben's calling out the Steelers coddling. Who's he to talk? But first, my top takes of the week. Let me start with this. It's interesting to watch people react on the internet to Kyler Murray's contract. A bit of it has been exposed. In it, the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, put a clause in that said Kyler needs to spend four hours of independent study per game, away from the facility. Doesn't count TV browsing, doesn't count video games, doesn't count as browsing the internet, meaning that there was a concern that he wasn't putting in as much prep time. So they wanted to get it down in writing. So people are freaking out about this. 
And no, it's not ideal. But when Tom Brady was compulsively, obsessively training in the offseason, and Big Ben of the Steelers was legendarily known as a guy who considered 10 sit-ups and some Budweiser and camping with his kids as his off-season workout, did people freak out? Not everybody gives you Tom Brady or Russell Wilson's commitment. This is understood and not a surprise. Before he signed his contract and right after, I had said that, listen, I've heard things from people I trust. Leadership abilities, not great. He's got a baseball mindset. Baseball players, that's really about pitchers getting numbers and hitters have bonuses for getting independent numbers. When I say he's got a bit of a baseball mindset, Kyler's always been a little into Kyler. Listen, I remember before he got drafted, he did that weird interview. I think it was on the Dan Patrick show where he like went on the show and didn't speak. And I'm like, odd, not ideal. But when he gets into games, he wins a lot of them. And he's the one player they have that allows them to be competitive, regardless if they're facing the Rams or the Packers or the Patriots. For years and years and years, I heard this about Big Ben. I heard it about Cam Newton. They weren't great at the line of scrimmage quarterbacks. They went to the line with a play, had a very remedial, audible system. Basically, give me the play. I'm going to make stuff happen. A little backyard football. All right. It worked for Big Ben. A lot of times, Josh Allen. A lot of times, great athletes. Brett Favre was known for this. He had lived a lot. Out of plays. This is the reality. Patrick Mahomes sometimes is better out of the pocket. You do get there are plays called and quarterbacks often ad lib out of them. Leaving at a time the coach does not see it as ideal. You run yourself into a sack. Run yourself out of a successful play. So my point is not everybody quarterbacks the same way. Not everybody's equally committed. Brady obsesses over film. Aaron Rodgers, I've been told, doesn't. Aaron will watch film. He doesn't obsess over it because he's so naturally gifted that Aaron's belief is, I'll get us out of this jam. I mean, there's always been an understanding in the NFL, the secret to stopping Aaron Rodgers, and it doesn't always work, is change the defense right before the snap. He's not as good as Brady or Manning in that space. Because he's not as obsessed about film as Brady or Manning. He's good at film. He's not great at it. So there's not one way to quarterback, not one way to prepare, not one way to spend an offseason. And the more physically gifted quarterbacks, Ben, Kyler, Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, it's natural. Maybe they don't need the same level of pre-snap excellence. Or pregame studying. Tom Brady has to be obsessed. He's not as gifted an athlete. Tom Brady can't make plays as regularly off script. It's okay. These stories and this contract we're seeing about Kyler Murray is not a surprise to people in the league. I had Jordan Palmer, you know, quarterback camp, brother of Carson Palmer, join me on my show last week. He said on the air, Listen, some of the stuff Kyler does, I wouldn't recommend for the quarterback position. 
some of the lack of leadership stuff is not what I would recommend. But he's the best high school football player in the state of Texas. He was the number one pick, Heisman Trophy, Cardinals to the playoffs. So not everybody prepares the same way. Not everybody's the same pre-snap quarterback. Not everybody is completely obsessed. And you'll find in life the more talent a singer, a performer, a salesperson has, sometimes they get away with a little less prep. I got a bone to pick with Big Ben. The just-retired Steelers quarterback said this week, now that he's retired, too many players are coddled in today's NFL. Cam Hayward, a Big Ben teammate and a great one for 10 years, pushed back. I agree with Hayward here. I've been doing this for 25 years. I have never seen professional athletes, and let's just stay on football now, that work harder in the offseason that are in better shape, they care more, they cry more, they work more than now in the NFL. People confuse wealth with coddled. Yes, they're richer. As I've told you before, 92% of American millionaires did not inherit their wealth. That's a convenient argument, right? If somebody's not wealthy, they're lucky. They inherited it. 8% did. I don't have a lot of rich friends. I have two that have done very well. They're both workaholics. The reality is players make more. And yes, sometimes a player mid to late 20s gets a huge contract. They get a little cocky. They got some ego. But football uniquely humbles you. You can be hurt. Your career can end at any time. You have to play in bad weather, like we have to work in bad weather. You have to play hurt, like many of us go to work when we don't feel great, have a hangover, maybe sick. That's what the NFL does. There is no 10-year contract like baseball, no fully guaranteed deals. It's not a player's first league like the NBA. The NFL humbles you at every turn. And Big Ben needs to look in a mirror. The truth is, Big Ben's offseason were legendarily soft, camping, beer, and family time. Now, that's fine for my offseason, but not an NFL quarterback competing with Peyton Manning or Tom Brady for championships. Russell Wilson, Brady, Manning, Breeze, legendary work ethics, out of season. Big Ben, couple sit-ups. Bud Light, camping, maybe a yoga class. Jay Glazer, who's pretty tied in, has often joked, that wrapped up Big Ben's offseason. Big Ben was coddled. The Pittsburgh media didn't hold him accountable for those offseasons. The Pittsburgh fans didn't hold him accountable for the offseasons. The coaches obviously didn't. The trainers obviously didn't. It's a small city, and Big Ben was a rock star with two Super Bowls. He did whatever he wanted to in his last 10 years. In fact, I was told years ago that the Steelers' pre-snap audible system was outdated. Ben just wouldn't commit to it. Too many fans confuse wealth with coddling. Players now come into a season in shape. They didn't in the 70s and 80s. Players now pay millions 
for personal trainers in the offseason. I mean, I saw a story recently where Leonard Fournette was like 15, 20 pounds overweight. (laughs) Really? He can't lose that in the Tampa Bay humidity in six practices? The fact that it's a story that Leonard Fournette may be 20 pounds overweight and in six weeks, he can't run it off. Folks, there's a reason it's a story. You don't hear that much. You rarely hear anybody coming into camp, maybe an occasional 320-pound defensive lineman, out of shape. I don't think players are coddled. They've never been more conscientious in the 25 years I've been doing this. They've never cared more. They've never played with more passion. I am often astonished at the quality of the human beings we have in the National Football League, considering how young they are and how wealthy they are. I'm, a, I'm blown away by it. The NFL is so lucky. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Brady, Russell Wilson, Stafford, Lamar Jackson, Herbert, Burrow. Good Lord, could they be more likable? I mean, the idea that players are coddled, even Antonio Brown, not my favorite guy, had a legendary work ethic. Went a little sideways emotionally, but nobody ever called Antonio Brown lazy. You saw him take his shirt off. He didn't spend the season eating donuts. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster spends a little too much on social media, but always in impeccable shape, totally driven, very productive. Maybe he's not as good as the Steelers thought when they drafted him, but Andy Reid's got a good eye for talent, and he went and grabbed him. I don't buy Big Ben. Big Ben, and I trust my sources, very much after winning Super Bowls, had his way around Pittsburgh. And it showed his lack of attention to detail, his lack of an off-season commitment. To me, is why, not lack of talent, he didn't stack up against Brady, Peyton Manning, peers in their prime, in his prime. This baseball season turned K's into cash, big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, right now, new customers step up to the plate, no sweat first bet, up to a thousand bucks. Here it is. Sign up, place your first bet. FanDuel will give you, listen to this, up to a thousand bucks back in free bets if you don't win. You get paid fast, it's safe and secure. Great promotions every day. No better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Always use the promo code Colin to get the deal. Get you started. It's called No Sweat First Bet, up to $1,000. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia.
There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, time to bring in my buddy, Mike Silver, host of Open Mic. That's new at the volume. Vaughn Miller interview is out on YouTube and all of our podcast platforms. So my opening rant into this was about Kyler Murray and a lot of people freaking out about a bit of his contract that ended up on the internet, which had a four-hour minimum per week game study at home. And not to repeat exactly what I said, but not everybody is equally obsessed. Not everybody is Brady. Uh, it was understood for years that Big Ben's off seasons were camping with his kids. <laughs> All right. It's been understood in the league that Rogers, Aaron Rodgers watches film, but is not obsessed by it. Um, Cam Newton, Big Ben were guys that had, you know, kind of remedial pre-snap audible systems. They kind of relied on their greatness and their talent. They're both big, could do stuff off script. And my thing with Kyler is, are you better with him or without him? Are you relevant without him? Okay, he's good. He's an ad-libber. He's a playmaker. He doesn't want to get, I can make this argument, Mike. It's paralysis by analysis. He knows the play. He goes to the line with a possible audible. Everything else, he's going to make a play. And I'm okay with not everybody being Brady obsessed with film study. I agree, except that it's so much money and it's not my money and I'm glad he got it. But it's a large part of your cap, right? So your franchise is basically saying this guy has to be transcendent for this to pay off for us. Um, I'll give you two. I'll give you a point counterpoint. So Michael Vick, I used to hang out with him when he was in Atlanta. He was unbelievable, transcendent talent, you know, freakish. Could flick the ball with his left wrist and throw a 70-yard spiral. Incredible runner captivating player and and went into Lambeau and won when no team had done that in the playoffs, uh, did some real things, got the Atlanta Falcons to the NFC championship game. And then he, uh, you know, had his career and life uh, crater out and he went to 
jail and he came back to Philly. And when he got his second chance with Andy Reid, it was space age good. Like, whoa, this guy has the cheat codes and he's still that freakish for a while. And what he said to me then was, man, I really did a disservice to the Falcons, to Arthur Blake, to Dan Reeves and them. I should have devoted some time to it off the field because once I got away from the facility, I was into partying and not and just doing my thing. And if I had done that, then it would have been better. So I I would say maybe you can get by to a certain level. Just I'm not obsessed with it. And I I just go out and make plays. But usually it starts to separate, you know, the the absolute killers from the non killers right. in the end. And and Kyler, we saw in the playoffs last year, look, you know, it wasn't just Kyler. That team just didn't look ready for prime time. So that would be the concern. Uh, I, the other thing, it's not really a counterpoint. I'll just, when Ben went to the Super Bowl that first year with the Steelers, his, his second season, um, I was covering it for Sports Illustrated and I had some time with him on the Friday up. They were staying up in Pontiac, way up in the boonies. And so I, you know, cabbed all the way up there and I got in a room with Ben and we sat there talking. And at one point he said to me on the record, you know, this whole like watching film thing, come on, man, that is just overrated. He's like, I'm just really not that into it. And Colin, it was the weirdest thing. Like as I was writing it down, I just felt like the presence of Peyton Manning hovering over me, knowing that when he read this, he was going to absolutely lose his mind, right. you know, not at me, but it was just, you know, everything Peyton Manning stands for and, and many others, Russell Wilson, you know, guys who are great. Um, they believe you got to live it and breathe it. Um, ben obviously didn't. So, um, yeah, it's, I don't want to freak out about the one clause, but I do find it interesting a that it's in there. The Cardinals obviously felt like, there was a reason they wanted it in there for whatever reason and be the fact that it got out. Cause I can't see it getting out from Kyler's side. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I said this, Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, big Ben, Kyler Murray are not as obsessed as Peyton Manning and Brady, but Brady and Manning don't have the natural gifts with their feet. And I think like I've been in radio forever and I do two hours of prep a morning. I can listen to other contemporaries and know they're not doing prep. Um, <laughs> it matters to me, but it doesn't matter to everybody the same way. Some people feel like they're funnier when they ad lib and they don't want to have as many notes. My instance and my career and my prep works for me. And sure. you know what I mean? So I think you're right. I don't think Kyler will be an all-timer. I don't think Ben's an all-timer. Um, Aaron is so gifted. And Aaron doesn't um, ignore film. But I've heard, you know, he he has a life beyond film. He's not going to sit home all weekend and watch film. Is I think a lot of times people that are more talented in life sometimes aren't as obsessed. And, um, you know, Chris Carter, the Hall of Fame receiver, said this to me one time. He said... When you have great talent, you need to show it. He goes, I started getting into one-hand catches. And it's like I almost 
couldn't stop myself. I wanted to show everybody how much talent. And he said, it's almost biblical. If you have a great singing voice, you're going to sing in the shower. You're going to sing in the car. You're going to sing. And so I don't think Kyler's an all-timer. But I think, and by the way, his contract is reasonably team friendly. So I don't think he has Josh Allen's size, arm, or perhaps career. But for what the Cardinals need, Mike, he's still worth the money to me. Well, if he can have Ben's career, he's full on worth the money. Ben Roethlisberger won two Super Bowls, went to three. Um you know, had them in contention most years, uh, you know, coexisted with similarly uh, abrasive and impetuous humans like himself, who were also great uh, for a long time. I mean, I've defended Ben for a long time. A lot of Ben's greatness doesn't show up in the numbers, the improvisation, the extending plays. And I, I say that as someone who's not personally close with Ben, but I, I've tended to have his back. Um if Kyler Murray can have Ben Roethlisberger's career, then that contract's a huge win for the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray hasn't won a playoff game yet. He has played in what I would say a, a small smattering of really big games in his career, including down the stretch in 2020 and 21, and then the 2021 playoff game. And he's also missed time during that stretch with injuries that weren't necessarily textbook. Uh, so. I don't know. He's still got to prove to me that he can be in Ben's realm with that great talent. Now, if Kyler Murray, uh, you know, realizes his talent and decides maybe not prep is his thing, but just a little more prep, or maybe he has a Michael Vick-like transformation without the scandal and the jail, then, whoa, um, it could be crazy. All right. Um so you and I have been doing this for a long time, and you are a feet-on-the-ground soldier for this reporting stuff. Uh, I am a talker who has, over the course of 30 years, accumulated some good sources. Uh, I, don't, I don't break yep. stories regularly. I got lucky on the Brady to the Buccaneers story. Got lucky on that one. But about once, twice a year, maybe I'll break a story. But that's not my job. It's not um, – I don't have the access you do. But you and I share, if not the same sources, uh, they're in the vicinity – on Trey Lance. Now, listen, yeah. you and I know fans don't want to hear this, right? Fans want to hear everything's great. So there's there's three things that we know to be true, and they're on tape with Trey Lance. One, yeah, he played for a dominant FCS program that didn't throw the ball much. That's on yeah. tape. Number two is the Niners, some in the building wanted Mac Jones. Some wanted Trey Lance. That's been reported by multiple sources. Um, and three, we saw him play last year. It's kind of an ugly aesthetic delivery. It's not pretty. And his completion rate so far, it's it's early, but it's it's not he he's not uh, Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, um, Tom Brady in terms of mechanics or accuracy. We all know these are true. So you and I have both had sources. That have said there is some concern that, um, and I have three sources now. You probably have more. Mine are all saying like he has his days, and then it's concerning. So let's readdress that because I think Niner fans uh, just think we make stuff up. Uh, my sources are like they like him. He's big. He's tall. He's smart. He's fast. The accuracy comes and goes, 
And, you know, it's Kyle Shanahan is fairly demanding on get the ball out, get it accurately to my guy. That's what I'm hearing. Most of your sourcing from what I've read or heard is similar, right? Yeah. And I'll just say, you know, some of my sources are current coaches. So uh, I know people like to source speculate or whatever. I will never engage in that stupidity. But, um, you know, you know me, you know what kind of sources I tend to have. And, um, you know, I think Niner fans, some of them are under this weird impression that unless it was witnessed in a you know, practice where reporters were allowed to watch it, which is not every practice. You know, they were not watching every OTA practice. They they watch training camp, but they don't watch a lot during the season. Unless there was a witness to something that was reported, it can't possibly be true. And there's also this weird impression that nobody in that building ever talks to the media, which is, uh, I keep thinking that, that's fun. But, you know, there's some very good journalists down there who cover the team regularly. And so this is not anything crazy that we're talking about. But, yeah, he his accuracy was not great. He did have a finger injury last year. Uh, what I'm told is that his release was changed, that the, his long windup, they've worked on that to shorten that. Yeah. But it's gotten better. Um, but, you know, I'm not a doctor, but let's just say it like this. You know this. And I'm not a golfer either. But when you're tinkering with a golf swing or, you know, a motion and you're not really sure which is the right way or how to trust it. Sometimes that leads to inconsistency, right? And maybe some stress, pain, fatigue, um, you know, in certain muscles. So what I've been told is that there are some days where he looks fantastic accuracy wise. There's some days where it looks really, really, really far from fantastic, which is concerning. Um, and that there have been some sessions or days, specifically this offseason, where he has been held out of workouts or practices because the arm either was sore or tired or, you know, didn't feel right. So neither of those is necessarily cataclysmic. You know, Dak Prescott had shoulder pain last year and played through it. Um, Josh Allen went from 55% to 70%, which I don't want to give people too much hope. That's literally one of one in NFL history. Uh, but, you know, these things can get better. Kyle Shanahan's an incredible quarterback coach. And, and I guess I would go back to this. People who think, oh, we're just out here hating on Trey Lance. Like, I think you and I are both rooting hard for this kid to succeed from what we've what we've seen. I've said this for years. I don't watch all NFL football equally. Bad quarterback play is bad football. I'm rooting for right. 32 teams with competent quarterbacks. Right. And I'm specifically excited about this kid for a lot of reasons. Number one, what I've heard about his intelligence, um, the way they've evaluated his brain or whatever, you know, whatever metrics they use is apparently not just high intelligence, but off the charts. Now, there's a difference between processing speed, you know, all these things I don't understand. But from what I'm told, this is not like, oh, this is a really smart kid. Like, he could be exceptional football smart, you know, which is amazing, especially when you're trying to run a really, really complicated offense, you know, that Kyle runs. So there's that. There's the obvious athleticism. Um, the arm is big. He is, seems like a great kid. 
And I think he, you know, I don't think he's going to have a clause in his contract saying he's got to watch film without video games in the background, if you right. know what I mean. Like, I think he's, I think he's into it. Now, um, you know, he's getting thrown into a situation where there's a team that almost went to the Super Bowl last year. They're built to win right now. They're constructed to take advantage of the specific strengths of Jimmy Garoppolo, which is uh, getting the ball in tight spaces very accurately with a good release, boom, and letting Debo and Kittle and Ayuk catch and run. Um, Kyle can change some of that. Um, can't change personnel completely, but can change things scheme-wise. He can roll Trey Lance out, boot him. He can have him throw in deep more. You know, there's different things they can do. But, um, you know, I, it is. it would be foolish and uh Pollyannish to sit there as a 49er fan and go well I don't believe that there's any way he's been inaccurate in practices or that his arms gotten fatigued that's not true he's going to show you ha, ha, ha. he might show us that he's great and I I think you know Kyle's view on it is yeah I drafted him for all this potential including the intelligence we're going to throw him in we've got a good team where we can play good defense and get the ball to our playmakers and not put it all on him, but it's an experiment. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping it results in a big, big, you know, bounty. But, uh, if you're, if you're a 49er fan and you don't think they're legitimately concerned in that building, you are delusional. He hosts the doomsday podcast with Ed Werder, but we like him at the volume. And so we pay him to come on and talk, and he is always enlightening. I'm not going to tell you what I pay him, but there's a reason he just got back from Italy. <laughs> he's my friend. He's my friend, Matt Mosley. So the other day, you're in Oxnard, by the way. So you're in a very nice hotel room in Oxnard, the home Beautiful. of some of the best strawberries in the country. I don't know if you know that. So uh, the other day, Jerry was kind of freewheeling at the mic and kind of offended people. And uh, then McCarthy got all ticked off when people talked about his job security. So one of the things I love when you go to camp, you, could, you get a sense of sort of the vibe there. So what is the vibe? Last year, Dak got hurt, I remember, in camp, and it was just an uneven camp. What, what you know, the way the season ended with the clock and Dak – the expectations, Dan Quinn could be a head coach elsewhere. Amari Cooper's gone. Gregory, not a great offseason, weird draft. What is the vibe like at camp? You know, it's, it's, it's funny that you bring up what happened at the end of that season. Because in the, first, the very first practice today, situational football, racing up to the line of scrimmage, setting the ball down, giving it to the official, like that was all what was happening. So. I think you're correct to say that all of that stuff is coloring this camp. Now, <clears throat> if they start, if they want to start issuing apologies for everything Jerry said over the years, they're going to be busy. Okay, I mean, and and what he said, it's not, you know, it's it's not great, but I don't think, you know, we're, we're all going to be able to move on with our lives. But Jerry does that on a pretty normal basis. I I think we're getting mixed messages already from the Cowboys, like early on in camp. What, what really stood out to me is Jerry can't decide what happened last year. On one hand, he wants to be celebrated for 12 wins. I mean, he really does. And he wants to say to people, y'all wanted me to fire this guy? Y'all wanted me to fire a guy who had 12 wins? 
Now, we've talked enough on the volume uh, and in other places to know that a lot of that was fool's gold. A lot of that was playing a horrible division, getting fat, those numbers even. I mean, Werder, who I do the Doomsday Podcast with, he's trying to get me to go to some fancy restaurant tonight. I don't have his kind of an expense account, so I can't, I can't join him at those kind of places. But he's, he's really hitting these numbers hard. You know, last year, the, the, the amount of points they put up, the, the takeaways, how it all adds up. Is there any way they could equal that? Well, it really doesn't matter because last year, even though they put up great numbers, it was a typical Cowboys performance once they got to the playoffs. So all that to say is Jerry is having a lot of trouble, Colin, deciding what happened last year. He, 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 it, he knows he left the head coach hanging out in the wind while Dan Quinn interviewed with other people. So in some sense, he turned the heat up on him. But the other day, when asked, Jerry, why do you think anything will be different? Why does anything be? He pointed it at, at uh, McCarthy and said, because of him. I mean, do we, do we think McCarthy's done something different? Did he go back to the analytics barn? I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what he could have done that would give Jerry all this. But Jerry has to be selling something at all times. And the most honest moment for Jerry the other day was to say that I have a curse that I only deal with the successes. And listen, what he remembers are the gushers, all the oil wells he hit, all the natural gas that he's hit. And he's always, he's able to move on and forget about those things. Jerry is like a great cornerback. He's got the shortest memory ever. <laughs> you know, I said this, um, I said this today on TV and I, um, it'll take me uh, a little bit to unpack this, that, for years and years, the NFC was better than the AFC. It was just stronger. And then the AFC teams that had either average quarterbacks or aging quarterbacks hit on their draft picks. Buffalo, Tyrod Taylor to Josh Allen. Andy Dalton to Joe Burrow. Phillip Rivers to Justin Herbert. Um, Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. The AFC... They hit some home runs with quarterbacks. Now, good luck getting out of that conference. The NFC is different. They've still got older quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Stafford's an older quarterback. But the bottom of the NFC is much weaker than the bottom of the AFC. The NFC East is weak. A lot of teams don't have the quarterback and the good ones are getting older. And my point is, there's about a two-year window here. My guess is the Giants may get a C.J. Stroud. Um, do the bottom teams in the NFC, the Seahawks, the Falcons look like they're tanking? Do they get a Bryce Young? And that right now is the time, Matt. You don't have an Allen. You don't have a Herbert, a Burrow, a Mahomes. There's not this gauntlet of like the next superstar quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, he's now over in the AFC. That we got a two-year window here for Dallas. Quarterbacks are getting old, and there's a really fairly large bottom in this conference. And I do feel like it puts a little pressure on the Cowboys who have a top 12 quarterback to win now. I really do. 
Yeah, I that's very interesting. Is thinking of all those quarterbacks and the age of the quarterbacks in the NFC. You know, I'll tell you, my trained eye today, Dak. It, you know, last year he got hurt, as you said, early in camp. They've been some talk about oh, he's going to move so much better. Even just today, in in the team drills, nimble, extremely nimble, and and so there was a lot of movement with him. I think you make a good point. I think the Cowboys' issue is. We like a lot of Cowboys teams, it's all based on sort of hope. Gallup, can he get back from rehab and be a true number two? Can CD Lamb be a true number one? Who is the third receiver? There's this Tolbert that comes from South Alabama. We talked to him today. Very impressive. Saw him make some catches today. But every, think about this the running game. It's all based on can Zeke. I mean, the Cowboys are so bad about this. They don't, they don't want you to go back to like the 2020 version of people or the 2021. They want people to go back to like 2016 and 2017. And that's one of the things they do with Zeke. And this is an issue. And I think I've stumbled onto something here. When your leaders aren't great players, you might have some problems. Zeke, for better or worse, is an enormous leader on this team. He can't really get through seasons. He's not as productive as he is. Yet, he spoke today. He was the first player up there. Guess who's attending the quarterback meetings? Zeke is going to them. I think that's a problem. And I think it's been a problem with the Cowboys for a while now. But I think they want Zeke. Zeke has emerged, and to his credit, maybe it's, maybe it's an indictment of some of the other players on this team. But other than Dak... Zeke is the greatest leader on the team, and he's not that great. And I, and I think when your leaders aren't that good, that could be, that could be part of the issue. But um, I think you give this thing, once they get in pads, Colin, it depends on how many practices that I get to see, I could really start pumping some sunshine into this team. But through one, through one practice, I'm, I'm nonplussed. You know, Jerry's, to me, always been – a little quick to give out player contracts and a little late to get rid of coaches. Do you think there's any chance he would bail on McCarthy if they were four and six through 10? He's only done it once and they quit on Wade Phillips. And so they were like one in seven and he dumped him and Garrett kind of rallied. Um, the interesting part is I don't even know if he would totally let it get to four and six. If he were going to make a move, again, this is a tricky one. This is awkward for McCarthy because Quinn, I was even watching it today, the players, the way they respond to him, that's a guy that surprised me. I didn't really know that about him in Atlanta. Obviously, they made it to the Super Bowl. I remember him being a great defensive coordinator in Seattle, so you would have more familiarity with him. What I didn't understand about Quinn is the impact he would have on the players. And this defense, it's kind of like going back to those Wade Phillips days. They don't, they don't report to McCarthy. I mean, McCarthy's just kind of like a figurehead. Like he sits up there and does the news conferences, but Quinn kind of runs everything. So I do think if there was going to be a change made, it would be to save the season and I don't know if four and six, if you totally save the season, the only change that would be made is like a two and four. And then there might be some thought with it. 
Um, maybe that, but I don't. Jerry hates doing it. He hates it. And Jerry still talks about how much he regrets firing Chan Galen. That was 1999. And, and Chan Galen went to the playoffs in back to back years. And after one of those trips, I think it was a 10 and six season, he fired Galey. Jerry will tell you it's one of his biggest regrets. Now, we watched Gailey's career. I don't think Jerry should have like enormous regrets, but anyway, I Jerry is a trip because you know him. Um, and I've known him for years. Everybody kind of thinks all this embarrassing news off the, the offseason, like would trip him up or make him embarrassed. He's like, he's like supercharged by that stuff. Like it doesn't bother him. Like he literally somehow he feeds off of it. So he truly is one of those weird people joke about like any publicity is good publicity. He's a, he, he really actually believes it. And some of that stuff out there about him is just downright embarrassing, but you saw him the other day and he just doesn't, he doesn't care. I mean, he's, he is Tom Wolf wrote a book years ago that I liked. Um, and it wasn't one of his most well-known book, but it was called a man in full. And it was a it was a huge business guy late in his life, and he was actually a huge college football. Fan. He played at George. This this character had played at Georgia Tech, and that describes Jerry, who played college football at Arkansas. He is a man in full, and there is no way to dampen his spirits. And so he's about to turn eighty. So <clears throat> there's always some sense of urgency, but I do think there's a little more right now because of this. I think he's I think this turning eighty is playing a trick on him a little bit. Well, as you said, he's the eternal optimist. Um, I think I think most great business people that I've met, uh, it could be Dana White, um, it could be Steve Jobs, who I didn't know, but I've read books about Walter Isaacson's book, I think it was. Um, they have short memories. Like, you can't obsess over losses. Years ago, I covered a college football coach. It was Oregon, Mike Bellotti, and they had a really good team, the Joey Harrington team. And they lost a wild shootout to Stanford. And they were the best team in the Pac-12 that year. And, and Bellotti had one of the great quotes ever. He said, listen, we can't let Stanford beat us twice. And they came out and they won the rest of their games. And I've, I've used that in through the years on my show, in any business I've been in, is that you just got to get over stuff fast. And I think by the way, Jerry does. I think Dak does. Um, you know, Jerry's a, a, a unique figure. You think he's – I watched the movie the other night. It's one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite Westerns ever. It's called Hell or High Water with Jeff Bridges. He's brilliant. And um, I thought of Jerry Jones watching it, just the language of West Texas. and. Um, you know, there's this cop, these cops are chasing these brother bank robbers. And, you know, there's this sort of feeling about West Texas or Texas people. You say what you think, you get it off your chest, and whether it offends or not, people get over it really quickly. And that's the one thing I'll say about Jerry. He doesn't appear to hold grudges with the media. I mean, do you ever feel he's held grudges with you or Ed when you've been opinionated? He's been very angry at both of us, but he gets past it. He gets past it quickly. And he, he yeah. kind of lets the PR people hold long grudges. 
<laughs> it's funny. Um, Jerry's the face of the Cowboys and Dak is second. And there is this stat that you can't get past is that since 2018, without Amari, Dak is three and six with an 86 passer rating, is that he became very comfortable in crisis or third down going to Amari Cooper. Now, I do think CeeDee Lamb is a number one receiver, but they also lost Cedric Wilson, a very viable, dynamic number three receiver. And, you know, Amari Cooper is one of those players who's a one, but he's not Stephon Diggs. Um, uh, he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins sort of dynamic, sort of vertical feel, playmaking feel. I can't, you, it's hard to deny two numbers. When Tyron Smith doesn't start and Amari Cooper doesn't play, both or one of those, Dak is not the same quarterback. Is that coincidental? Um, is it um, something you think he'll overcome? I mean, the numbers are right in front of you. He has a 103 passer rating with Amari and an 86 without him. That's that's a real that's real data there. That's not that's a wide gap. Yeah, and I think I think last year Dak wasn't right physically. And to your point about Amari, I mean, I think it's a great point, and I the numbers are you know in your face about that. But Amari was sent packing from here or traded for basically nothing. First of all, he was so expensive. Second of all, and maybe more important than any of that, he missed games because of COVID. Jerry's funny. Jerry's not wired to be one of these people out scolding people for not getting vaccinations. That's not how he's wired at all. But when one of his players misses time, and, and he did not get vaccinated. And Jerry perceives, much like Michael Irvin talked about even before last season, Jerry perceives that he didn't do everything he could to, to help the team. Then that's, that's a huge indictment of, of Amari Cooper. And so he's gone because, and as Jerry said yesterday, availability is such a huge thing. And that's why he's gone. And that's why Lyle Collins is gone. That's right. And by the way, Randy Gregory, who I love, but could be kind of enigmatic personally. Is that why he's gone? Yes. He missed a lot of time. He had seemingly overcome that. Yeah. Look at, look at who's on the pup list. In, in, that's, that, as they've reported to NFL camps, he's on the, he starts the season on the pup list. Randy Gregory does. So I think Jerry may even look over there and feel some vindication. The embarrassment for the Cowboys with Randy Gregory was they got beat out by a team that was willing to do something you know, with the claws. And the Cowboys had only done this for Dak, and it was basically a good actor-type clause or you know, something like that. And, and, and Denver basically said, well, we don't have to put that clause in. We're good. We're good guaranteeing you all this money. And he left the Cowboys at the last moment. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Twelve-year cornerback in the NFL and a damn good one. A two-time Super Bowl champ. Now he's doing some work for the Steelers. He's at camp in Latrobe. So how long would it take you to know as a DB? Kenny Pickett, Trubisky. What would be the tells? How long would you know? And could you go to the staff and say, hey, listen, man, this kid's release is faster is it quick? Do you know instantly? Is it a series of throws? Is it a dozen practices? It's that playbook. You know, it's it's that playbook and just letting it go. Because it's a, it's, it's a lot of guys in the league with okay arms. They just know where everybody's supposed to be because they understand the coverage and what beats the coverage. And they just let that thing fly. So they, that's you can have a quick release and still hold it because you're really hesitating because you ain't trusting your reads on the coverage. And you can have right. a guy who has an okay arm and knows everything about the coverage and knows everything about the playbook and release that thing a, a second fast. So between these two, and it's their first training camp between the two. So um, I'm just looking at the re- the release, and not even the release, how fast can you diagnose what defense we're in? One. Two, who commands the huddle the best? You know, but when I'm looking at Mitch and Mason and Kenny, Man, all of them got love for each other. So all of them, all of them, damn, in the same situation, Colin. <laughs> we all, we all trying to, we all trying to uh, show this presentation not only to the coaching staff, to each other, and my teammates on who should be number one. But it's all love from that quarterback situation. So that's a good thing to see. Listen, um, Big Ben's going to make the Hall of Fame, two Super Bowls, right? But. I agreed with Cam Hayward. I bristled when he talked about coddled. And I've talked about this a lot in the last week, Ike. Don't confuse 
rich or wealthy with coddled. Athletes are richer today. Right. I've never seen guys put more money into their bodies, eat better, compete harder, right. play hurt more often. Right. I don't think athletes at all. In fact, I think most athletes know they're grateful as hell. They know this money train ends. Right. I almost never watch a football game in America. Maybe other sports are different and think he's dogging it. I think football players from high school on are used to hard coaching. Right. Sometimes basketball players aren't. Right. So it, what I found ironic was, and I'm not trying to pick on Ben, but Ben was pretty well known. His off seasons weren't Brady's. They weren't Russell Wilson's, right? right? They weren't Breeze. And my takeaway is, the truth is, the fans didn't call him out. The media didn't call him out. Mike Tomlin didn't really call him out. My takeaway is, Ben at times became a superstar in a small market. Right? Could I argue he was a little coddled sometimes? Um, all quarterbacks had that level off. Colin, how many years been played? Eighteen. It's hard to play at this level <laughs> for eighteen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's hard to have a regular job <laughs> for eighteen, <laughs> let alone a professional job for eighteen. Yeah. But those guys in that situation, you got to understand. They got to be wired a little bit different, you know, whether it's offseason, like some guys, like you say, Tom Brady, offseason, man, he want to make sure he take care of his body and make sure he's eating as healthy as he can. He got the avocado ice cream. He doing everything right. Seven ain't have to have to worry about that. Tom Brady would never be seven. Seven would never be a Tom Brady. So they're wired a little bit different, you know, for, for Ben in his offseason, he want to chill with his family, drink a few brews and, and kick, back, kick back and go camping and play golf. That's just how he was white. Now, later on in his, in his years, they're probably caught up to him because seven couldn't be the seven no more, which once scrambled, made plays, and extended plays. But the man played for 18 years. You might not like how he played his 18 years, but he still played at a high level for a long time for 18 years. Um, you know, I said Mike Tomlin is like a grown-up. Um, but he's also a former player, and I always feel like he's pro-player. He'll give players a little leeway. Right. Um, I feel the same way with Pete Carroll. Right. Um, as you know, some pro athletes take advantage of that. I think there's Correct. times that Pete Carroll's been taken advantage of. Right. I think there's been some instances where Mike's been taken advantage of. Right. Um, you know, Antonio Brown, right. I think to me was, I think when when Ben lashed out, was he, was he lashing out? If he'd have taken Antonio Brown out of the Steelers all time. Maybe that comment doesn't come out. Like when, when Ben said that, do you think it was directed at anybody in particular? I mean, he mentioned his college coach in Cower. He didn't mention Tomlin. Do you think Ben was frustrated with how Tomlin sort of let A.B. do his thing? I mean, the pot can't call the kettle black. I mean, <laughs> I mean, seven, you did your thing. It's, you, you, had a, you had a long leash as well, too. You know, A.B. had a long leash as well, too. And I think you really don't. I think us athletes, it hurts when we know it's coming to an end. We just get mad at the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, I'm about to retire in my 30s. You know, I've been the man since I was seven years old. I've been having a red carpet treatment since I was seven. Now, y'all about to just sweep that off from under me? I can never get this moment. I can never get this high. And what I mean by high is seeing and hearing the crowd, 68,000 cheering your name. 
I can never get on this stage again. So for a lot of athletes, it becomes frustrating. They become mad. It's anxiety. They don't know what to do with it. Now you just got to face reality. And some face reality longer than others, me faster than others, and some just never can get it. Like me, Ryan Clark, and Troy Paul. Well, me and Ryan Clark always talk about Troy Palomalu. He was Michael Jackson and we was the Jackson Five. So we understood as soon as we retired, like, man, reality been it been sat in with us because we we acknowledge how special Troy was and how good of a person and a player he was. When we retired, man, it was just like, okay, what's our next move? It was never reaching for the red carpet. It was never reaching for the spotlight. A lot of guys can't adjust to that, Colin. You know, so seven right. in that in that standpoint, for me, seven, how I, how I would say you can't the pot can't call the kettle black. The volume. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.